we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. Pimps and players. Pimps and players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome back, y'all. We are part two. Um, we just didn't want to have like a two-hour episode. because PTs. Much more difficult to edit. So, so that was one of the reasons why we split it up. As you can see, we're still in the same clothes. Because again, this is just part two. And uh, it's the same day. Anywho, that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. So Let all the earth rejoice. Absolutely. Absolutely. This one may be a little bit shorter, but it's okay. It's okay. I can um, lengthen it up. I'll talk real slow. Well, don't do that. I'm kidding. How, how has it been at work this past week? We didn't talk about that on purpose. So one. here's what I will say. Taking a week off renewed me spiritually in my job. Okay. Let me tell you how. I got back to work. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't hate this job. Like of all the jobs to have in the world, this this is not the worst how thing I could ever do. How many do. jobs have you had? This would be technically, legally, <laughs> if you're asking the IRS, the first one. Well, okay. But oh. I just was thinking like, as frustrated as I get, yeah, I truly do have a good time when I'm having a good time. Yeah, definitely. And there are very worse jobs that I could have. Yeah. I think I needed a week plus some change off to feel that again. Absolutely. I also now have a new project a 28 year old girl mm -hmm. a heart transplant actually that you and i both saw together when you were at the hospital i don't think you remember her i barely remember her she was 27 when we saw her um she got her heart transplant a year ago mm -hmm. she is now back septic i do remember her you do i do just centrally yeah. cannulated on ecmo now they just took her leg bka oh, Jesus. rough 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 time but i'm like i needed a project I feel connected to re to make you remember why you want why to you make you remember why like this is mm -hmm. a good it's why a very like spiritually fulfilling job mm -hmm. you do good work you help people do good things and like when it's not tainted with like bureaucratic bullshit mm -hmm. it's a very good job yeah and I think I needed to be away for a week to realize that that's one thing I do honestly miss about being at the bedside I do miss projects like that because it, like you can get so lost in the rigmarole of everything and in life and just coming to work and dealing with stupid stuff that is beyond your control. And a lot of, sometimes it can seep over into your quality of, of standard of care. Right. And so being able to have stuff like that, it just brings you back and makes you remember your little issue, not that you're negating it or you're forgetting about it or that it invalidates it, but it's a reason to say, you know what? It could always be worse. And I'm glad it's not. Truly. And the, okay, so in Peru, the whole time I was cl I was climbing a fucking mountain. Yeah. How often do you do that? How often Never. do you do that? And then I just kept thinking, like, when it was hard, like, your body is strong and healthy. You're mm -hmm. able to do these things. Like, do not take it for granted. Absolutely. So coming back, I'm just like, you could be, like, so much worse. Mm -hmm. Even, like seeing the poverty in peru po yeah. impoverished people but then you say it's so clean there though it is so clean in the cities and like where we mm. were but to get too much Picchu, you drive through like the smaller towns mm. so you just see like the shacks and the poverty of these people they're so happy yeah. and you're like okay listen your life ain't fucking bad yeah you have shit that you have to deal with as mm. everyone does you have central air you Very have a true. bank account that's positive yeah you have a car you have a job that pays you every two weeks. Mm -hmm. You're okay. So I think that also, I'm just like, it, it reset. I yeah. feel reset. I feel like there was a, con a control Z, mm -hmm. control out delete. The page is refreshed. I feel yeah. good. But yeah, the projects do help. Cause you're just like, 
There's something about seeing someone who's like at their worst mm -hmm. and you're like, listen, I know you can't see the potential here, but I can and we'll yeah, get you there. Absolutely. And it's very rewarding. Yeah. I, you know what I think too? Like me going to Atlanta and just kind of being around my friends, like I, I, I have told, you know, my friends this and even my cousin, we talk about, about this all the time. Shouts out to my cousin, Donna. Um, being in a city where your main subset of friends are not is one of the most loneliest feelings you can ever feel, right? And going through a pandemic by yourself where you literally have to force yourself not to go see your family because you're working with these positive patients before there was even a vaccine to, to you know, protect other people and you having to put yourself on the back burner because, again, you don't want to potentially risk giving your family something or your friend something is the most loneliest time in my life ever. And like when I went to Atlanta, it was just, I was just reminded by us just having girl talk and having conversation that I think this is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned thus far in 2022 is that no one, I'm looking right at this camera. Okay. Okay. No one is going to save you, but you, that's it. Like, I think we walk around this world and I had this conversation with my mom too. I was lied to as a kid. <laughs> I was duped, manipulated. Manipulated. Okay? Like you go through life and your parents like try to shelter you from certain things yeah. because it's a big bad world out there, right? But sometimes they don't teach you how to, they don't prepare you of how to deal with certain things. And because your parents create this a cushion mm -hmm. for you that's really not real in the real world, and then one day this world slaps you across your fucking face and it makes you realize no one is coming to save you. Oof. So you can think about all these, you know, you can let your imagination hurt your feelings if you want to. And you can think, Oh, it's going to, the universe is going to do this. God is going to do that. No one is going to save you, but you. So it sparked this kind of like Monica, no one is going to save you. So you got to do it yourself. You're sick of this. You're sick of that. Do something to fucking about it, bitch. Yep. So I literally got two, two more certifications. I didn't mean to. I mean, I did, but at the same time. So I'm a certified. So I got more educated. So I got more educated because I'm, I'm trying to move into a particular area. And, you know, I'm a certified scrum master now, as well as I have my, uh, I went and got my lean, uh, lean Six Sigma yellow belt certification. And if you're in business, you know what that means. Anyway, but it's just the fact that being in healthcare and having those projects finding the same level of motivation without having the sick people attached to it. Yeah. It's that's, it's so hard. It's hard. My job is only, I won't say it's easy. The motivation to do well at my job is only easy because there's a person attached to right. it. Another person mm -hmm. in a very shitty situation you yeah. can physically see. Absolutely. But if it was just me looking in a mirror being like, you could be better if you did that. Like, oh, yeah, that. exactly. And it's like, very hard. And then on top of that, like I see, you know, these videos of like Gen Z and they're like having these breakdowns because they're just like rent is going up, you know, groceries are going up, gas is going up, everything is going up but my paycheck. And you want me to still exist and live comfortably or at least live, you know, mentally stable? Like, what, how did y'all do this shit all these years ago? And I'm like, this is how I know we're in a matrix because there's no way. I remember my parent, my dad, I asked my dad, I was like, how much did this house cost you? My dad, my mom and dad bought their, their house, their house uh, that my mom still currently lives in, in 1975. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they paid $75,000 for this house, Damn. right? And so I'm like, well, what kind of jobs did y'all have to afford a 70? Because if you if you ask me, hey, $75,000 house, I will buy five of them bitches right now, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I, I could afford to buy five $75,000 houses. But when you think about even staying on jobs for 30 years no, and getting dude. a pension, that's a lie. I could... No one does that. If I had to stay at the previous hospital that I was Woo! at for 30 years, no, I would be committed. Absolutely not. There's no way. There's not. Not under that regime. And even being, so while we were in South America, I was just thinking, so the price different, like the cost of living. Yeah. We, I, you would have thought I was like, I made a hundred thousand dollars plus mm -hmm. a year. Yeah. I was living my best life mm -hmm. because of, the 
currency rate that you yeah. get the exchange. Yeah. So all I could think was, so you're telling me I'm fucking struggling over here, mm -hmm. right? Everything's going up, but I could take a remote job making maybe a little less than I do now live over there at half the fucking price. Yeah. And even afford, because I was living like I was five star. I don't have to live like that. Yeah. Spending even less. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I hate America. Yeah. It's, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. in a matrix. Like, I know people like joke about this, but I think it's a real, I'm a conspiracy theorist because I love conspiracies, but mm. I do believe that area 51 does not contain aliens. I really think that it is a way out of the matrix. I do. Huh. I just think that's I, a good thought. I think that that's why it's so heavily guarded. Like to me, area 51 is more heavily guarded than the goddamn Pentagon. Huh. Why? Because it's a way out. You think this is like the Truman show? Yes, hmm. absolutely. Like you can't, because if you look at certain things, okay, look at how many mass shootings we have had. Okay. Right. Look at how many, all the stuff that's going on right now, they're basically redoing the constitution, redoing amendments that were made, redoing laws from 50 years ago. Why? And then I saw this one video with this guy, he was talking about, and it, I thought it was very condescending and very disrespectful and, and distasteful. He was talking about the working class and he was saying that, you know, oh, you know, my business makes about $500,000 a month. Um, just doing a month. Exactly. Just doing Airbnbs. And he was like, but even when my company was doing this, I still had roommates. And the reason why is because I wanted to throw all of my money into investments and trading in five days a week in order to have two days of rest to do what you want to do. You know, it's really not a life. And I'm like, well, sir, let's take your example you know, into context. First of all, it's not realistic because let's be very clear. You need janitors. Okay. You need EVS workers. You need garbage men. Also, you, you need, need postal capital workers to invest. Exactly. And how do I get that but working you, a regular ass job? But you also need waiters and waitresses to give you this supposed life that you want, because let's say everybody applied and did what you did. Right. And so we're all making $500,000 a month, which is not going to happen. You know why? Somebody has to clean up. Somebody's got to cook. Somebody's got to give you the experience of what you're looking for in life. So this ideology that everybody has to be this business owner, everybody has to make all of this money. That's not realistic. Also, not Who's everybody it? wants that. Some people want to just you. go to work and make what they need and be fine and come home. It, somebody, some people just want to make what they need to, to be able to survive and have a healthy, happy life, which is not millions of dollars for some people. It is for me i want millions and millions of dollars <laughs> but there are some people who just want to be able to give their children a life be able to take a vacation maybe once or twice a year and but this it. yeah but this idea that oh j just because you work a nine to five that you're somehow less than like what the fuck who how did you even afford to be able to even have to have a company like that are you like trump my dad say, gave, gave me, me a, a loan <laughs> for a million dollars a small loan for a million dollars what you're a stand so do you believe the conspiracy that panda bears aren't real? No, I believe panda bears aren't real. Have you heard real. about all that? No. They believe. I love pandas. They, people Not think close. that panda bears aren't real because like no one ever really sees a bunch of them. They're super hard to maintain. Like they're technically, they're supposed to eat meat, but they don't eat meat. All they eat is bamboo. So their GI tract is fucked up and they only have, the females only have like one period a year and all this weird stuff about pandas. So people think they're not real. I mean, cows only eat grass. Yeah, but supposedly their GI tract is made for meat, but they only eat bamboo, so it messes with their GI tract. I mean, I don't believe pigeons are real. Really? You think yeah. it's government shit? Absolutely. They charge, they recharge themselves on the power lines. Huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look into the panda conspiracy. It's very interesting. Really? I love pandas. They're cute. Like I said, not up close. You ever but... seen one in real life? I have at the zoo. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, or a painted black bear. No, no, no. I've, I've definitely seen a panda before know. in real life. Okay. Yeah, they're cute. Especially all those little videos that they have over in Asia and they're like, especially when they're the babies. Oh my God, they're the cutest things. And like the big thing was no one had seen or discovered a panda until like the sixties or something. No. It's very strange. I think there were a lot like of pandas over in Asia. they showed up. It, probably in America because they kidnapped them. I'm just them. telling you what the internet's saying. That's weird. Yeah, no. That's I, suspicious. That's suspicious. Well, I'll tell you what else is suspicious. Uh, there was an article that came out. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, but it is. Apparently, children in the United States have been overdosing on melatonin. My plan as a mother. <laughs> Not on purpose. I was also drugged as a child, so I feel like 
You were drugged? Your mom drugged you? Have I not told you that? No. Gather around, children. Here's a fun story. This is why you don't have kids when you're 21. I love you, mom. I was going to say, please say you love your mom. She used to... I was also, like, undiagnosed ADHD. Who the hell had ADHD in the 90s? Nobody. No one. Um, Just a fucking... My Mercury is in Gemini. I'm just a talker. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't shut the fuck up. My 22-year-old mom at the time would be like... I'm giving you Dimatap. It's time to go to bed. Dimatap? The grape kind? Grape. <gasps> grape Dimatap, bitch. Grape Dimatap. Every really night. Yeah, every yeah. night. And the only reason she stopped is because my Nana was babysitting me one night. And I was like, can I have the grape juice? She's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it's time for the grape juice. Oh, my God. And showed her. And she told my mom, she's like, what are you giving her? <laughs> your mom was, your grandmother was called CPS. Yes, <laughs> basically. My mom was like, she just won't stop talking and she won't go to sleep. <laughs> Dimatap every night. That is why I have a drug dependency at this point. I have to take melatonin. I have to take ashwagandha to go to bed. And I swear that is why. Dimatap was actually grape juice. Yo, it was grape. It was good. Out. Yeah. Immediately. It never put me to sleep, though. It was just good. I used to take swigs of it just because. I wasn't sick. I just liked it. It was good. It just tastes good. That's like ODing on your Flintstones. They're good. It's candy. Flintstones. Or gummy vitamins. You know, they're good. Oh, gummy vitamins. Definitely. I still take the gummies. Gummies are good. But yeah. How much? I wonder how much melatonin you have to give to a kid for them to overdose. I've never taken melatonin before. You've never taken melatonin? Oh, you don't know what you're missing. I don't, ha- but I don't have issues going to sleep. That's so. My issue isn't staying asleep; it's falling asleep. Oh, I fall asleep fast, like a rock. You, you remember I used, at, at the job? I used to take ten minute naps. I'd be like, wake me up at ten minutes. I'd be snoring. At- that is true, and it was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> the world was not stopping around her, and she was out cold. Yeah, I sure was. Maybe yeah. you were snoring. Good. I got a good ten minute nap. <laughs> yeah, no. So I have to take it to fall. Like I've never had a problem. Once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. But falling yeah. asleep, I can't because um, you know when you start to feel kind of tired, and mm-hmm. you know you can either power through the tired or you can like yeah. let yourself fall. If I don't let myself fall, I'm up really yeah i used to have issues staying asleep like i would get a good three four hours and then my body would just wake up weird and then i think somebody told me i wasn't my mom or my grandmother i think it was my mom she was like maybe that's god trying to talk to you in the middle of the night you need to talk to him <laughs> i was like well i'm actually trying to go back to sleep <laughs> can, sorry god i'm can, so sleepy can we talk in our dreams in my dreams please please uh, thank you very much but yeah i stop the moral of the story stop giving your kids all this goddamn melatonin because i think i really think that that's gonna scar them as as adults but it's natural gonna, you naturally create melatonin but it's not natural if you're giving it to them it's not natural because we have artificial light that's why our melatonin's fucked up what do you mean melatonin is created by your body naturally depending on like the light and the dark outside so before art like before artificial lights and like electricity (laughs) yeah your body would do it naturally but now that we have light every time we need it your melatonin cycles are jacked up that's why you take melatonin so your body's like oh it is nighttime even though the lights are on we need to fall asleep no turn off the damn tv at night and and put your phone face down you got your phone i have to fall asleep with the tv on that's the problem and that's why your melatonin is messed up i don't even have a tv in my bedroom why how do you watch shows you watch on your phone no you're on tiktok it's the same thing no no, no. i watch it downstairs or in my loft you're not on tiktok in your bed Yes. It is the same thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's There's not. a light. It's a blue light. But because it's not on all night though. Like That's when you're leave when you leave a TV on all night, that disrupts your rim and it disrupts your sleep cycle. And that's horrible. I do wake for up you. at 3 a.m. to turn my TV off. See what I'm saying? See, but I the, fall right back asleep. The old TVs back in the day used to have the timers. This is why TV used to go off at midnight. Oh, uh, I need to turn and nothing on my else TV was on. timer. Yeah, I just do. like need constant constant noise no you don't because then you get overstimulated that's probably why you get overstimulated so fast in life mm. you're like I, it's too much because you've been watching tv all day <laughs> the shit is running on me in your head that's why so i daydream so goddamn Absolutely. much i just have tv streaming constantly no i took my tv out of my bedroom about four years ago and i was like nope i'm no longer having a tv in my bedroom so i don't have a tv in my bedroom at all. if i want to watch an episode or something i will either watch it downstairs in my living room or i'll watch it upstairs in my living room mm. I literally, so I always watch TV downstairs, except at bedtime. I like just need, I don't even watch it. I just need Mm-mm. the noise. No, I don't even need the but noise. But I, I you know, silence. what's funny is that I don't like white noise machines. I hate white noise. I fucking hate white noise. I don't even like, like sleeping to the sound of rain. I like the feeling that I get, the sleepy tiredness feeling that I get when it's raining, but I don't like the sound of rain because it keeps me up. It's I know. Too much when we were in Peru, so like the two other girls that I was with, because the room would get quiet. Yeah. Or it was like, it was weird quiet because it's quiet, but there's other people in there. And you're like, yeah. it's fucking weird. So I fell asleep with the TV on, but they're like, no, we don't want the TV on. And they're like, we're going to play white noise. 
Mm-mm. I can't fall asleep with that shit. No, I have to start dreams. I'm thinking about it and like, mm-hmm. what's that noise? And then I hear something and I'm like trying to um, like zoom and sink in on the yeah. weird speaker. I can't do the white noise. Yeah, I have, I have too many vivid dreams and my dreams are in color and I can literally feel in my dreams. So that extraness, no. It, there's no telling what will show up in my dreams and no, I have time for that. Not a white noise gal. Mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. I don't even like to listen to ocean sounds at all. Shut the, the fuck up. Silence. Silence. That's that's it. What were you talking about? A girl with STDs who sued a company or something like that? A hero amongst the people. The girl? The girl. <laughs> Jesus. This woman had intercourse in a car with some i'm assuming i want to have intercourse with you relations you know that song okay what the fuck are you singing there was a there's a song that on tiktok they made i've never i want to have intercourse with you it's in like the stewie voice from family guy <laughs> relations <laughs> I'll, br- I'll pull it up anyway <laughs> uh intercourse with some i'm assuming nasty ass individual in his car she contracted a sexually transmitted disease okay. this queen took it upon herself to sue Geico, the insurance company who insured the vehicle. Yeah. And was like, I contracted an STD and a vehicle you insured. You now owe me millions of dollars. I'm amazed. (laughs) I'm shocked. I love it. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say she's white. I don't know. Gotta be. I can't confirm nor deny that. But how do you? You're doing amazing, sweetie. I would be that pissed, too. How do you go after your insurance company for reckless behavior that you consented to? With an amazing lawyer. It got to be Annalise Keating. <laughs> that sounds like Annalise Keating. And of course, like Geico probably will never pay that and they're still fighting it, all of this shit. Oh, they're going to put everything in the closet. But the now. idea that you were able to sue an insurance company for contracting an STD. In and a you car. didn't sue him. He ain't got no money. He got an STD. I, okay, here's the. I want to have intercourse with you. Uh, ooh, yeah, intercourse with you. Relations. <laughs> That's a real song. Huh, okay. It's Stewie. <laughs> the dog. Anyway. Anyway. Know there. <laughs> All that to say. That is insane. <clears throat> so, okay. So if I get bit by an ant in my car, I can sue my insurance company then? No, because you're the one insured, I guess. Listen, I'm not saying I know how that it works or why it works. I'm just telling you that it worked. The fact that she thought about that or some other lawyer thought to do that. Like, I want to know. I don't want to know what STD it was, but it was in Missouri. $5.2 million payout. Oh, that lawyer going to take uh, four, four mil, 4.9 million. Oh, it was HPV. That's a bad one. But ma'am, that's not the insurance company's fault. In her ex-boyfriend's car. He must have done some shit to you, lady. Are we sure she didn't already have HPV? She was pissed off. That's crazy. Yeah. How so old, my, how old she was? It says, no, but Geico. So I think that technically Geico insures people who have been damaged or injured by the vehicle. And because she was injured in the vehicle that's how she sued you didn't have sex with the joystick and it gave you hpv you had sex with a grown-ass man and he gave you hpv allegedly i would love to hear the conversation in that courtroom i need to hear what the fuck your lawyer said that should have been publicized rather than uh johnny depp and amber heard jeez but that trial dude people so i'm usually really into true crime and trials especially when they're live like that yeah. i could not get into the johnny depp amber heard it trial. was annoying it was so annoying it was very annoying i was like you guys are just famous and trying to cock block each other and like peacocking up here about who's worse rich people problems our pcs like our wait our pps <laughs> i don't know where the c came from. you know what obb yeah you, you know me yeah that that to me listen people are dying kim <laughs> people Fuck. are dying like she Mass she is unwell he is unwell i he looked very sane to me no he <laughs> did but i think he's like a lot of abuse issues mental health issues she's a nut y'all are two broken people who found each other and used each other and now you're in court so we can all see it chill out i just i just think also was aquaman biggest... was trash i never saw it don't see it 
Jack it's Sparrow not worth it. is amazing. And I'm, she, I'm pissed what, that. What movie is she in that we all care about Amber Heard? He got her Aquaman. So, and I'm pissed that they took away Jack Sparrow because that was a beloved character. Truly. That's honestly the loss. And Fantastic Beast was shit without him. I've never saw Fantastic Don't. You don't need to. He's okay. not in it anymore. Yeah, that sucks. All that to say. Well, I did want to talk about a particular issue. Um, kind of like, this is kind of in the rehab corner. We're moving a little we bit. We love the um, rehab corner. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? Before we go there, what have you been watching? <gasps> Let me tell you. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. <laughs> First of all, I want to launch a formal complaint. Against who? I hate to be this girl. But I'm going to be this but girl. But I'm going to be this girl. I have loved Miles Teller for probably 10 years. Okay. Love the man. Seen all the movies with him. At the beginning of COVID, my roommate had not seen all of his movies. Mm -hmm. So I physically wrote them on a dry erase board next to check mark boxes. I cannot. I made her watch all of them because it was that important. I cannot with you. So now that he's in Top Gun, the entire world is obsessed. And I won't stand for it. Where were you guys? Where have you been? A national treasure, that boy. Truly. You don't own him. I you don't. You don't own me. You know. First Class Club, amazing movie. Anyway. Uh, I love First Class. I'm Listen. so glad you brought that up. I love, sorry, the, to pivot. <laughs> the best we love movie. a First Wives Club yes, over here. Do. Oh, Goldie Hawn, come on. Amazing. Amazing. It made me want to get divorced. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm it, just saying I I'm love open the to it sisterhood now. of it. We do love a sisterhood. Love the sisterhood. Fucking love first wife. They club. need to redo that, like a first, like a first oh, wife club, or like two, a black to see where first wife club. That would be awesome. That'd be a good. That'd be definitely awesome. But anyway, um, back to what you were saying. Miles Teller, <laughs> truly a treasure. I love him, but obsessed with him. I don't yeah. know why everyone's doing the porn stash now, just because of him. Like the porn stash was never a thing. It will not be a thing. It just looks good on him because he's famous and in a movie where he's cool. Yeah. Everyone should stop doing the porn stash, but Top Gun is really good. If you haven't seen it, Lawrence. Is that the, is that from, the same Top Gun that was from, uh, that uh, Tom Cruise did? Yes, this is. Um, like part two? Or did you ever see the it? first Top Gun? Of course. Okay, perfect. You know how Goose dies? Yeah. That's a spoiler. If you haven't seen it at this point, I don't know what to tell you. It's the that movie, movie came out, what, 30 years ago? Truly. Um, so this is about. Tom Cruise is like has fucked everyone over in the military and Oh, so he's in it. He's in Tom oh, Cruise good. is in it. I was gonna say, how are you gonna make Top Gun no, without him? He's in it, he's a big part. He ends up they send him back to Top Gun to teach because there's mm. like this unflyable mission. He's the only one who can do it. Okay. Goose's son is has now worked his way up and he wow. is in Top Gun. And so there's like sixteen um pilots and mm -hmm. they're gonna narrow it down to four. So they're kind of in this training situation and Tom Cruise is teaching, teaching them. okay wow. and it's really good but supposedly like it was like ten thousand dollars an hour for them to rent these planes from the government it took them six months to get all the cameras set up in these planes so that they could actually record while they were flying and it took three months i think for them to get all the actors used to the force of the planes this is why i say we are in the matrix because where do you get money from to do that i know it's got to be an IOU. <laughs> Just NFT. We're good. We'll make it back. Yeah, we'll make it back. An like, NFT. Yeah, that'd be good. What? Going. That, but it's. This world is it's, not real. Um, it wasn't predictable like I thought it was going to be. It wasn't cheesy like I thought it was going to be. Oh, that's good. The music is good. The f the cinematography is great. The mm -hmm. plot was great. Yeah, it was really good. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I love Miles Teller. Also, yeah. Lawrence from Insecure is in it. Oh. That's all I needed. Wow. JLS. Cool beans. Well, as long as he's not being an asshole to Issa Rae, I'm cool. He isn't. He's not okay. even an asshole in the movie. He's perfect. What else am I watching? Hustle on Netflix oh, with that was Adam Sandler. Really good. And My Queen Latifah. God, and, um, Queen Latifah. Did that, definitely didn't believe that that was his wife, but. No, the most platonic yes. marriage I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, I believe the whole like interracial couple, but I was just like, Queen Latifah and Adam Sandler? Like, no. It's two goofs. Yeah. The two goofs would Seriously. never. It's, it's almost like if her and. What's his name? Uh, Jimmy Fallon would have yes. been married. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, like no. no, I don't buy it. No. Definitely not. I told her earlier, it was very much giving, like, um, if you're not married by 30, we'll get married. Like, <laughs> yes. you know, safeguarding, best friends safeguarding their marriage yes. plans. Yeah. But I would love to see a, a movie with Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon where they are, like, love interests. Like, what was it, that Taxi? That would be hilarious. Taxi was 
the best oh, movie. I love but, that movie. It, but imagine if they would have like had a romantic relationship. Hilarious. I almost believe Steve Martin and Queen Latifah more. Yes. You know what I mean? They need to do another movie again. Because Bring It Down the House, house amazing. Mm, amazing. A classic. God, we a love one. it over here. We absolutely love it. But yeah, Hustle was really good. I, like, I hadn't seen a basketball movie like that probably ever. It made me believe in that. I watched Love and Basketball recently. Yeah. And I, not that Wait, this was is, that your first time watching them? No, 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 oh, okay. No. I, I watched say. it again recently. Gotcha. Not that this was the same, but it gave me kind of the little like heart flutter for basketball again yeah. that that movie did. Yeah. Because I have not, again, I don't fuck with basketball like I used to ever mm -hmm. since the bubble. I just lost it and never went back to it. Yeah. But this. It was a good movie. It's very, it's like for how Friday Night Lights made you appreciate football a little bit more yeah you're like oh i see the work that goes into it and how much these people like give everything i like that the main character wasn't from the u.s i'm very yeah. much about international storyline too i think it was so really good. really wonderful yeah that was a oh, that was a really good and movie. they use real basketball players best part you know so that was it was a really really well-written movie it's like a it was a fun movie yeah definitely i did see that. that yeah i also saw um the Martin reunion. So Martin, Martin. Um, Damn, Gina. Yes. And so they uh, had, it was on BET Plus. They had their reunion. It was like an hour and a half long special where they basically just kind of went down memory lane of like some of their best episodes and how certain things came to be and all that kind of stuff. And they re revealed some things of the, of the actual show, like some secrets behind the show and stuff like that. Um, they paid, was everyone um, there? Um, everyone except for Tommy Ford, unfortunately, because he died a couple years ago. So, but they did pay tribute to him and mm -hmm. showed like some of his best work there. His wife and his two kids spoke oh. um, at like the they had they split it where they went to like a, a funeral kind of memorial service or whatever. And um, they all all four of them gave like uh, speeches about him. His wife, um, his children were there, and then um, gospel artist Leandria Johnson. She sung. Um, and it was just, it was really beautiful though, but it made you like, it, it, it almost kind of pissed me off a little bit because it's like, why don't we have shows like this anymore? Yeah. Like Martin, Martin was a show. Like I remember the lineup. It was Thursday nights on Fox. You had Martin came Fox. on. Martin came on at eight o'clock AM. I mean, eight o'clock PM. <laughs> Whoa. And then horrible living, time. Slot. And then living single came on at eight 30. Then at nine o'clock was New York undercover. That is a lineup. And then it got to a point where I think living singles ratings actually was better than Martin as Martin started to phase out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then living single came on at eight o'clock and then Martin came on at eight 30. But just to be able to have shows like that, where you made sure that you were, were at home. home when those shows came on. That's wild. Yeah. It's like that doesn't happen anymore. Cause everything is just so streamed. And you can have it all at one time, which is why, again, going back to Beyonce, I appreciate the fact that she makes people wait for her music. Even Rihanna, you got to wait for it. That's why, yeah. Disney Plus is it. doing that a little more, too. And Netflix. More of Netflix shows are coming yeah. out weekly. Even even Issa Rae. I think it was, I don't know if it was her idea or if it was HOB. HBO's idea to make the, to have it weekly, but it makes you. Oh, bitch. When I was waiting for those insecure episodes. Yeah. That was like biting my fingers. Absolutely. But also too, what's coming out, the second season, no, third season of Umbrella Academy is coming out. I want to say it came out on the 17th. Um, that's coming out also too. Um, I did start to watch. There are two documentaries that I'm in the middle of watching. Is it um, the JLo documentary? Everyone's watching it. Why do I want to watch a documentary on her? I remember when she first came out as a flag girl on, uh, what's the thing? Uh, in Living Color. Mm. So I've, I've kind of known. She was on In like, Living Color? Yeah, she was a flag girl. She was a dancer. That's how she started. Huh. Yeah, she didn't start acting. She was a flag girl. Nobody knew JLo. Well, I just thought she started by stealing Ashanti's voice. No, hmm. Hmm. she was a fly girl on In Living Color. Hmm. Nobody knew her. I mean, she just she was one of the fly girls. She was a great dancer, and then she ended up uh, doing some other stuff. But yeah, Maine in Manhattan. I mean, Selena. Yeah, but Selena. I think Selena definitely put her on Selena, the map. Dude, we were having this conversation the other day. We don't think we, as me, me and my coworkers, yeah, don't think Jayla would be as famous as she was had Selena not died. Absolutely. I okay. Absolutely. That's just like I feel like even like um Sierra. Sierra. Sierra would not be as popular, and I don't think she would have her career would have been the same had Aaliyah never died. Ah, mm, so sorry. yeah, I definitely do agree with that. But um, the one movie that I'm the, the one movie that I'm watching is Our Father, which is on Netflix. Y'all, this is about a doctor who a fertility doctor at that who literally 
inseminated his patients with his own semen. And it's like 80-something kids out there that he's fathered, and that's why it's called Our Father. But they're talking to the actual uh, people who went through it, also to the children that were born as a result of this and how this one lady just started trying to look for her siblings, and literally they all linked together, and it was just like, what the hell? Then there's another one that's called um, Keep Sweet, Pray and something eat, else. Eat sweet, pray, or no, keep sweet, pray. Keep sweet, pray, and obey. That's what okay. it's called. Keep sweet, pray, and obey. But it's about um, Jeff Warren, who was the leader of FLDS, which is basically this huge alleged uh, polygamy, uh, polygamous mm-hmm. uh, community. Mm-hmm. I'm only saying alleged for the protection of our podcast, but we know what he did. He had this man had over 80 children. I think he had like. 14, 15 wives or something like that. But then he would sleep with the younger girls, allegedly. Oh, it was disgusting. But it's a very good documentary to watch um, because people are weird. But anyway. I just watched, um, it's called Thank You, Leo Grand on Hulu. It's this strangely cute movie about this, like, 70-year-old woman Mm -hmm. um, who's been a widow. And she hires this, like sex worker cute like 29 year old Mm. very attractive man Mm -hmm. to have sex with and spicy i know the movie is basically just like them in a hotel room it's really just like um this movie about intimacy and people of different ages and what Mm -hmm. it's like for people like sex now versus what it was 40 years ago and how different it Mm -hmm. is and how people like, what do you do after your spouse passes away and getting to know people and letting down? It was very interesting. I didn't think it was going to be, it was Mm -hmm. really cute. Actually. That's good. It's a, it makes you think about stuff. Yeah. Um, the guy from Peaky Blinders is in it. Mm. It's really originally why I watched it because Peaky Blinders season six is on Netflix. I know we've all been waiting. I'm not gonna be able to watch it because I, I can't go back that far. Come on, I it's so go good. It's so good. No, Once you get past the far. third episode of the first season, it's smooth sailing. You can't turn it off. I can't go back that far. I was looking in the lull of all these shows because I feel like in the last week all these shows mm. have come out. Yeah, and all these movies. But in the lull, I was looking for something to watch. I started Snowfall. Oh, Snowfall is, is. I heard it was really. Good. It is so good. Yeah. Wow, I just like drug shows, I guess, these days. Yeah, I definitely heard it was really good. Um, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's about um, basically this Drugs. kid who brings crack to L.A. Yeah. they're on there. I think they're only going to do five seasons. Of that? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's on Breakfast Club um, a few months he ago. He is such a good actor. He is, but I think they were saying that um, I think they are only going to do it for five seasons because they were. he was talking about I don't think it was ever intended to be that long because what else can you do? He's gonna get caught selling drugs at yeah, some point. Yeah, and it's point, an effect you know? show. Like no exactly. show lasts that long. Yeah, I think a lot of these seasons, a lot of these shows are only gonna be like five seasons. Yeah, you can't you, you can't keep dragging it out. So. Yeah, no, it's I yeah, that's a good one if you're looking for something. I'd always heard about it. I never I had it on my list. Never watched it. Yeah, finally have and. I give it my seal of approval. Cool beans. Well, let's head on over to the rehab corner. Welcome to the rehab corner. A place where we restore some order. Take a look around and sit your ass down. We don't play around in the rehab corner. In the rehab corner. Rehab corner. We're talking about two things specifically um, that are um, specific to rehab. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> Which is why we call it the rehab corner. So the first thing is Mark Cuban, um, who is the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, and he is a multi-millionaire, billionaire, whatever. He also is one of the co-hosts of the of Shark Tank. Um, he actually created his own pharmacy, and in in an attempt to and in hopes to drive down the prices of a lot of these medications that are surging prices such as EpiPens, uh, insulin, Synthroid, the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, which I think is amazing that he's using his money for good. Like that's what you do as a millionaire, a multimillionaire. Truly. Like this one person was saying that she, with insurance, she, she uh, takes a particular thyroid medication and it's like $120 for her refill every month. But when she looked up the drug on Mark Cuban's website, on his pharmacy website, it's only going to cost her $6 wow. without insurance. Because insulin isn't expensive to produce. It's not. It only, it costs less than $5 to make. God. 
So, you know, I think that that's amazing that he's doing that. The only thing that I worry about and fear for him um, is Big Pharma coming after him in an attempt to do that. Or I see them potentially... Selling it on Shark Tank. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> I, I think they... I also see them potentially kind of... Um, collaborating with insurance companies and insurance companies not allowing you to go to that particular mm. pharmacy because it's not accredited or it's not FDA approved or some shit. They'll find a, a loophole or something like as that. As much as it pains me to give props to Mark Cuban, I will give props where props are due. Because puto pinche dude. Because puto pinche There's just San like- San Antonio. I don't know why every time I hear his name, I get 2005 flashbacks like oh. me as a chunky fifth grader him on the tv just talking mad shit about the spurs and i was like i hate him and that's just ingrained in me and now he's gonna probably give you your adhd and medication now he'll for probably give me my buy advance for a dollar so like uh, uh exactly. mark cuban but when when go spurs go go spurs go well go spurs go yeah. va spurs va yeah okay no mas that anyway. is really interesting why don't more millionaires do shit like that because they care about themselves and we're Truly, in the matrix. I guess, yeah. And and probably too they don't want to piss off big pharma cuz then they'll come after you and try to kill you. Allegedly. That is true. Did you see Dr. Fauci has covid? Really? Mm -hmm. I'm surprised he's got it after all this time. I thought he I mean, you know, I he probably don't got it. He probably just saying that just so people are like, he you just know says what? allergies. Exactly. Like, he, oh, he didn't get it the whole time. He got, you know, he's immune to it. No, they it's the same way as Trump. Trump ain't have it. Don't trust the government Allegedly. people. You know, you can't, they can't be trusted. Listen, we don't have tampons. What, why would you trust the government who won't How get us tampons? do you run out of, like. Even baby formula. You, and then you won't let other countries give us baby formula. Well, and then everyone acts a fool and buys 97 cans of baby formula. Exactly. What is wrong with you people? I should have said this on part one. Did you hear that China, <laughs> the president of China, right? Or is the, yeah, the president of China. The king of China. The emperor of China. <laughs> this, this wonderful child of God literally filed like a complaint with the um the un council to charge the united states of america with endangering like human like acts against human uh humanity or whatever because of all the mass shootings i said china you you of do all that? people of all people sir sweep 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 around bold, your own front bold. door i was like but you're I not wrong but thank you you're Help just us. not in the right but you're you're funding a whole war sir right now <laughs> against with russia allegedly but i just thought it was very weird anyway last topic that we want to talk about is a uh, topic that um was unbeknownst to us as therapists again i'm a physical therapist Alyssa's an occupational therapist and um there was this issue that happened with Lizzo recently in the news. Oy, so oy, oy. Lizzo is an amazing um, singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, you know, all that good stuff, right? Body she, positive influencer. I love her. And she just came out with a new um, like leisure wear, athleisure wear line called Yitty. Anyway, oh, yeah, Yitty. yeah, I want I actually want to buy some stuff from it, but um, but I won't be wearing a thong like her. But anyway, so she had a she dropped dropped the album another another album or a song rather a single called girls and in the beginning of the song she has been accused of using a an ableist slur or a disability slur where she basically says the word spaz s-p-a-z-z -Z, like spaz i'm about to spaz out that's literally what she says so it was just like crazy on the internet where people were just like, I can't believe Lizzo would say this slur. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell did Lizzo <laughs> say? Because Lizzo is one of the most conscious like singer songwriters who is very yeah. inclusive. And I was like, what did she say? And so I had to really search Twitter to figure out what she said because a, a lot of people were just like, oh, that ain't no fucking slur. Shut the fuck up. This is stupid. And I was like, well, you can't tell a community who the slur offends. Who it's offending. That, yeah, is, that's that not. is not a slur. So anyway, apparently using this, using the word spaz to spaz out is connected to, um, I guess, misrepresentation of people who suffer from spastic type issues or like spasm, like cerebral palsy or multiple sclerosis or any other. But type how of, am I supposed to know that? Ex well, okay. So here's the thing. There was this young lady. I saw this tweet, which I think she wrote it so very well. Let me just say this first before I go there. So the the slur was brought to Lizzo's attention, and Lizzo 
decided to take accountability and apologize because she wasn't aware. She said it was brought to her attention. She wasn't aware that it was a slur. And what she did was she changed the lyric in the song, which was only at the very beginning. So the actual song itself was fine. It was just a little intro. She was like, yeah, I'm about to spaz out. So she took that part of the song out of the out of it and re-released it or whatever, or edited it. So people were like, oh yeah, I'm fine now, thanks. But I'm like, you called her like a whole fucking piece of shit <laughs> when she didn't even know. She didn't even know. She didn't know. It's a different country. Exactly. That- and, and that's the thing, too. So this one young lady on um, on uh, Twitter, her name is Clementine, but at Fairy Finn. That's cute. Clementine's so, a cute and name. She's a black, she's a black lady. Clemmy. She says, I think the situation with Lizzo using spaz needs to be a conversation led by disabled black Americans. She put in parentheses, I want to make note that I am a black disabled person, in parentheses. She says, a lot of people dominating the conversation are white and disabled, as well as mostly from the UK. Yet spaz, very important to note that is um, that in an AAVE or an African-American vernacular English um, is with two Z's and has a completely different meaning, not based in the UK. With Lizzo being an American, it's unlikely that she knew that a term um, that that knew of the term primarily used in the UK. In African-American vernacular English, spaz communicates that something is irritating or annoying. When non-black people are consuming black music and culture, it often gets lost in translation and it doesn't help that AAVE gets misused and appropriated on the daily by non-blacks. I said, sister, you better read. Amen. And I'm glad that she brought that up as a black disabled person that certain things have different meanings. And the fact that I think in America... People say spaz all the time, but mm-hmm. not talking about people or picking at people who have spastic disorders. I never knew. Never knew that either. That that was a derogatory term. I say it all the time. She's a spaz. There's, we say it all the time. This patient's spazzing out. Like, oh my God. I also feel like there is a, a lot of times you get more noise from the people not inside of the group that are quote unquote offended yeah and they're making the loudest noise Absolutely. that's what annoys me yeah if it's offensive then the people who are inside of that group mm-hmm. or affected by it you are allowed to say whatever the fuck you want to say everyone yeah. else shut the fuck up exactly exactly but also too there, there was a lot of chatter specifically by this one creator on tiktok that i follow um her name is imani i think and so she is she has cerebral palsy um and she's 30 years old black woman First of all, she, oh my God, great orator, right? Like she has a degree in communications. She's, oh, I love the way she speaks. Anyway, um, but she brought it, when I went on her page to actually see what was going on with Lizzo in this whole situation, she kept talking about the ableist community. And I'm like, what is ableism, right? Because as mm-hmm. a therapist, like, <clears throat> like, I think that there are so many new terms that are coming up that we literally can't keep up with. Like, you know, this this quote unquote idea of what normal is, we know that normal is, is a social construct. We we get that. There's yeah. no such thing as normal. It's just socially, if you have more people that are, are at this particular level, then that's considered normal or the, the norm. norm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she kept saying, you know, this is an ableist slur. And I'm like, so an ableist is someone Who's able? who is able to do something. But why is why are people who are able to do something looked at as in a derogatory way or a derogatory manner? And then it's like, oh, well, it's an ableist slur. But how can it be? I get it what you're saying that it is a slur, and I'm acknowledging that it is a slur. Uh, but now that it's been brought to so many people's attention, because I think even in her comments, people were like, I never knew that that word was an actual slur. Because it's across the pond. Right. And again, just like the young lady said, uh, 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 Clementine, she was like, "This is an you know an AAVE term that we uh-huh. use, and it has a completely it's different. It's not like a hard term. R, where universally everyone knows exactly. what that means, exactly. or the R word, or right. anything like that, or even call, saying the M word when you're talking about little people. Yeah, you know, like that they can say that themselves. Like there are certain slurs that you can say if you're in the population. Why so, for example, known popular slur. Right. So black people say saying the N word. We cuz we took the we took the word and now it means something different. Even Hispanics using slurs with them. I've heard other Hispanic coworkers calling themselves WBs before in a joking manner. I would never say mm-hmm. that because that's not I'm not a part of the culture. I'm not a part of the that particular group of people. I cannot say that cuz it is a slur when it comes out of my mouth. But I think that this needs to be a larger, I don't know necessarily a larger conversation, but I think this is going to start putting creatives like Lizzo in a box. And I hate it because it's like, 
you're expecting these people on these platforms to know everything about everybody and that's not possible because you yourself don't know everything about everybody just like we are therapists who work in the in the the rehab literally the rehab era or uh, spectrum and we work with disabled people that's that's literally our whole career is working Old with job. disabled people so the fact that and we, we no didn't idea. know that yeah. that was a slur like i'm quite sure there are a lot of other people who didn't know that that was actually a slur but the fact that people were like coming for her head like you should have known better how how like genuine question how do you know you would have to know everything all the time. Exactly. Which is not I'm possible. just conflicted because on one hand, I'm thinking this is how things should be handled. You offended this group of people. Mm -hmm. It was an easy fix for you. Yeah. You took it out of the song you re-released. Absolutely. But on the other hand, I'm like, why did she need to do that? Exactly. She didn't mean any harm. She didn't even know. She didn't know. In the country she is from, the it language that different. she speaks, it does not mean anything harmful. Absolutely. Uh, it's a money thing. Like you yeah. have this population here you have what do they call it? a demographic mm -hmm. and you're offending them and that's money yeah. so it was smart for you to do that yeah absolutely but I, it was just like when does it stop then right because every creative now is going to have to go through every google search of every word that they say yeah. and now it's going to be everything that they say is going to be policed now when let's be very clear the rapper future okay Heard has said the f word okay f-a-g-g-o-t-t he has said that with his chest with his chest and music chest. and they play it in clubs on the radio with a, everything with a fist pump and when you hear it now you're like did he really say that ain't nobody cancel him ain't nobody ask him to change it and if they did he probably wouldn't do it anyway you know what i mean but then but also an fag across the pond is a cigarette and really an, i swear and an fag over here is very derogatory is very derogatory that, see, that's what I'm saying. Let me fact like, check myself yes, before please do. I tell you I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> block it out if I need to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I even think, too, um, I was watching this interview, this old Breakfast Club interview with Selena yeah, Johnson. Yeah, it's a cigarette. In, Are you serious? Yeah, so that's why I'm like, there's, we just, it's cultural. It's context, though, also, yeah. too. Like, if, and I'm, like I said, I'm glad that this young lady said that that, that was a term that is used in the uk but if americans feel offended by it, like again i can't tell you what to be offended by and i would never try to tell you well that's not a slur i didn't know it was a slur because i know what we use it as you're not talking about having a spasm yeah on the floor as a person who has a cerebral palsy or a specific spasticity disorder but we're also, talking about you're just it, going crazy or having a good time isn't the intent behind the word what makes it a slur mm -hmm. do you know what i mean to a degree depending on what the slur is yeah but in, in that context, that's a very different slur. Because I, I didn't know it was a slur. Again, as a physical therapist, <laughs> I've never heard that. And I'm not going to diminish it or try to invalidate it because it's hurtful to a group and a demographic Yeah, and that's not what we're debating. Yeah, exactly. I don't think y'all needed to come for her neck because she didn't know what the hell it meant. She, did, she well, wasn't using it in a derogatory way. Even um, when I was saying about the, the Breakfast Club interview with Selena Johnson, who is uh, an, a black American female um, R&B singer, right? So in the very beginning of her career, she worked with R. Kelly and R. Oof. Kelly was a very, but, but R. Kelly was a very big influence in her music mm -hmm. and he helped her really get on. So one of her first singles was I'm your woman and it featured R. Kelly. He, I think he co-wrote it or whatever. Anyway, so this, the fact that she recorded this song, what, 20, 25 years ago, something like that. And now all of this stuff comes out with him. And she's like, in America, she doesn't sing that song because of, unfortunately, the ties that she has to R. Kelly. But when she goes over to Africa, which she has a huge, um, you know, following and a huge supporter, they love that song because there's a part in the song that says, treat me, I'm your woman, so treat me as such. She's like, so who, like, I can't not sing it when I go to Africa because yeah. they love that and that's an anthem for them. But then if I sing it in America... Now I'm supporting R. Kelly. You know what I mean? But it's like, Oof. he did that 20 years ago. So how am I being, you know, uh, uh, blamed for something that I didn't know happened? It wasn't me that did it. He just helped write the music, you know? So she was just talking about how she was in a conflicted place. But it's very similar to this situation where, again, your creativity and you yeah. flowing and being able to be free to create, now you're going to be, all these artists are now going to be confined to this box because everybody's going to take every word that you say and try to make it some way where it's a slur like or it means something means something that different. it doesn't yeah exactly or that they didn't intend for it to mean so i think that that's you know 
again, I can't tell you what to be offended by. I just didn't. I don't. I don't think as a as a African American woman who has used that term um, to describe something, a situation like, oh, we about to be lit. But lit in Croatia means stupid person without a foot. Right. And you're like, how would I have known that? I've never been to Croatia. I don't know anybody from Croatia. No. Well, we know one person. Do we? Yeah. Who's from Croatia? Your previous supervisor. She's Croatian. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. She went there. She has a whole album of like pictures. I didn't know. It was beautiful. She said the food was good too. Anyway, but um, but yeah. All that to say. Poor All Lizzo. that to say. Love Lizzo. Yeah, but I, I but like you said, I like the I love the fact that she acknowledged it and she changed it. But I just. I hate that she had to change. And that's on the bag. I really do think that's on a bag. She's also very sweet. It could have just been like, I didn't mean to offend these people. Absolutely. It's all money. That's why I I think half the celebrities in Hollywood don't come out as gay. It's money. They think they'll offend demographics like these Chinese huge demographics, these Middle Eastern demographics that are like no gays. That's why they don't come out as gay. But if you're in America, it's very different because everybody, I won't say everybody, but a lot of a lot of different cultures embrace the gay in America. In America, yes. Yeah. But you, they're, everywhere is listening to your music. That's very true. And America's a small market compared to everywhere else. Yeah. Well, that's just like even people would say like um, different R&B, male R&B singers, they will tell them, don't tell people that you're married or that you have, mm-hmm. you're in a it's relationship. The same thing. Because it's now money. it's demographic, yeah. But I mean, I do think that that was a genuine decision by Lizzo to say, I'm I'm the one that always talks about, you know, being offended as a as a heavier set black woman in yeah. America. So how can I be a hypocrite and You're say that this doesn't affect talk? Exactly. You gotta walk the walk. Exactly. I just I just fear that this situation is going to brew a monster, and it's going to it's going to unfortunately silence a lot of creatives who do, who have no clue what these words are. It will, but I hope it's cyclical. I hope that we had so many years of no of everyone saying dumb, stupid, offensive shit, yeah. and people growing up saying like, "Wow, I wish someone would just tell them like this is stupid and offensive." Yeah. Now we're so overly sensitized to like, oh, they said this, oh, they did that, oh, you should know better, mm-hmm. oh, but it, and I hope that we like dull out a little bit. Yeah. From if we like the pendulum yeah. swings the other way, and and to have the expectation like stop having an expectation that everybody should know certain things especially if it's not again like you said if they're across the water and they're in a totally different country and it means something totally different i'm not gonna know what the slang is that's just like even certain slang that mexicans use versus puerto ricans Mm -hmm. like certain words that they use may be meaning something totally different in mexico and meaning something different in puerto rico but so do you, are you going to get mad? Like, no, that's not, that's what it means here where I am. Well, that's what being an educated person, you just, I don't know, Google. Like if I knew an FAG, if I knew that word meant that in Europe and meant something else here, if I heard a song by a European artist and I heard that word, I would assume, oh, they meant it as this. If I heard a song by an American artist saying that word, I would assume, oh, they meant it as this. Yeah, but you're not going to always do a Google search on something. Like that's not, that's not realistic. Cause I, you just told me that F-A-G in some other place is, but I would have, ne- because I don't use the word F-A-G-G-O-T-T, I would never Google that to say, well, what does this mean in this country? Yeah. Like, I, no one would ever do you that. You should be an educated citizen then. Well, I am educated. I don't use that shit here in America. <laughs> I, and, and because I don't use it here in America, I'm not going to use it nowhere else yeah, because I know true. how offensive it is. But And if I see, and if I did go over, where, where did you say it was the same? Europe. Europe. If I go over to Europe and I heard somebody say that, I'll be like, excuse me? That's disrespectful, bitch. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'm talking about a bloody cigarette bitch like that's what? exactly how they talk and then i would google it to and say then you'd google and i'd be like i'm okay. sorry sir i apologize yeah i don't know i don't know what the answer is no no no. i, I don't think we're trying to get an answer we're just staying we're just shooting the shit it. here exactly but yeah i just think that that's uh, unfortunate that that happened um i'm glad that she was able to again rectify the situation um, but I feel like that's going to open up a whole nother can of worms. Even on the Miss Pat show, they had an episode like that where they talked about uncomfortable words where she used um, a particular slur to describe um, Asian people. And she used the R word. And, and, and it was done in context. It was done to basically show them. She's like, okay, well, I'm a generation beyond y'all, like, or two generations beyond Which y'all. it does get sticky because how are you going to tell someone who's grown up, maybe not using the word, but just knowing that a word wasn't, like, there wasn't the there was a negative connotation but there wasn't always the um what is it called when you the consequence that yeah. there is today yeah 
that's hard to be yeah. like, don't use that word anymore because everyone. Da, 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 da. Well, we see it in the medical chart sometimes when they say, "Oh, I hate when they, they, they do say that." Mental R, and you're mm-hmm. like, "You're a doctor. Why yeah. don't you know not to use that?" But then you look at them and you're like, "You're a seventy-something-year-old doctor." Where yeah. that word, that was the only it's word hard. that they used. Because yeah. then you're saying it's the same thing. We're like, I mean, you could say the same thing with like sexual abuse like oh you did these kinds of things 20 years ago mm-hmm. but we wouldn't accept that now exactly yeah. so am i just supposed to say like oh we won't charge you with things now because mm-hmm. that's 20 years ago or like no just because you did it 20 years ago you still need to face consequences yeah. now i don't, know. I don't yeah. know even with like stump and residual limb i hate when people use oh, the word i saw stump. stump the other day and i was like can we grow up seriously it's, it's residual, residual limb. limb like stop Stumpy it <laughs> i hate it i absolutely hate it but then patients call their residual limbs, their stumps. And you're like, that's true. You know, but I hate it. But, but it would anyway. be like, what if I'm trying to think, what if like bing bong, you know, bing, bing bong. bong. What if life. we're all bing bong now, bing bong, bing bong, fuck your life. What if like in 20 years, bing bong is a slur? bing bong is something crazy. And oh we're still God. like bing bong randomly. And people are like, you can't, I would be and like, they fuck. play this back. Look how many times they said it. I know. And I'd be like, well, fuck you. I'm gonna say bing. You know what I mean? That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it, it, it's, it's kind of like a, go between of do you change it or do you just say and be like future fuck y'all i'm gonna make music because i'm there's want to two make types music. of people lizzo and there's future. lizzo's and futures and they are not the same no future said it with his whole ass chest yo and kept saying that was like future you know you said this more than once right he's like i know who i make music for and, and they don't mind and, and i'm like Ooh, you know okay. your audience that's very so, true bing bong and it ain't stop no check nope <laughs> that's all i'm saying it's ooh, geez anyway but yeah so that's what we want to talk about in the, the what you call it oh speaking of one thing that i did listen to i listened to an audiobook i did not read it because i don't like to we read are it. all very proud listen y'all if y'all want to listen to a really good book or read a really good book it's an oldie but it's a goodie octavia butler parable of a sower Y'all, I listened to this book in two days. Wow, was, I didn't know you did that fast. And it was 12 hours. Jeez. And, so, and the lady who, I don't know, you probably were too young to remember this. The lady who um, narrated Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, the TV show Black Lady. I know Carmen Sandiego. Yes. So she also played in Lean on Me as the one who, like the antagonist. Lean on me. Who was like, oh, she was, she looks like she always had stuff in her cheeks. We want Mr. Clark. Right. So she was the antagonist in the movie. But anyway, she narrates it. And uh, it's by Octavia Butler. I think the book was written in 1995. An amazing, amazing book. It's almost like a cross between like uh, the book of Eli and the Walking Dead. But it's it starts in 2024, y'all. Oh, my God. This is an amazing book. It's coming up, 2024. It's an amazing book. And she's a black woman as well, too. So support Octavia Butler. She's no longer alive, unfortunately. She died, I think, in the early 2000s. I was thinking of Octavia Spencer. No. When you said that earlier, no, that's why I said the help. Books. I know that's why I was like, she does it when, all. When you said the help, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She didn't <laughs> she write said, that. Octavia Muller is like, oh, the help was so good. That's why I paused. I, I was, was like, like, she does it all. She acts. No, she fucking right. Definitely different person. <laughs> Octavia Butler is a world-renowned, respected author. And Octavia Spencer is a world-renowned, respected actress. Two, two different black women, but both named Octavia. Yes. I see how you can be confused. Ooh, see how confusing that was? No. I hope no one comes for me in the comments. They won't. Man, I do love Octavia Spencer, though. Octavia Spencer is an amazing actress. Amazing actress. She just doesn't write books. No, Octavia Butler does. Okay, thank you. Or she did write books. I appreciate that. But anyway, but Parable of a Sower, an amazing book. If you want to listen to it on Audible, it's about 12 hours, but it's an easy read. It's a very uh, easy listen to. It's an easy listen. That's all I'm saying. But I didn't read it because I don't like to read. Anyway, neither here nor there. Anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here? No, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy we're back, too. Thank y'all again for being patient with us. Thank you for letting us uh, get a day off, get a couple weeks off mm-hmm. to be able to just rest and do nothing. Y'all so. pray for me because the summer is hella busy. Everyone's getting married and having bachelorette parties. Do you even have any be... PTO? No. Bitch, no. That's why they need to pray for you to get you. Yes. Find that's why you need to. It's like I'm begging. I'm begging. Begging and pleading. What does it say? You steal from peter to pay paul that's oh what rob I'm, peter to pay paul rob peter to pay paul yeah that's what i'm doing with my pto ladies and gentlemen cool, but we're gonna make it it's gonna be fine Absolutely. As, as, if anything it's content 
Absolutely, definitely. We need more stories. Of, so, but hopefully not you getting stuck anywhere. But, no, 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 no. We're not yeah. going to do that. Mexico's no, no, no. next on the list. I am. I refuse to be stuck in Mexico. Well, at least you you're right there at Texas, so you can get that's back true. in the country. That's true. That's the easy. That's just a bus. Rent a car. Yeah, just get on a bus and get your passport. Donkey bus. I could do anything. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Well, happy Father's Day to all those amazing happy fathers. Happy Father's out there. Day to all the fathers. Also, to happy Juneteenth to every Black and African American person. Um, celebrate enjoy call into work on monday if you need to again if you have this, the pto you know even if you don't have a pto call Fuck in it. call call in and don't do no work the rest call of the Tyrone. month absolutely don't do no work for the rest of the month because you are old juneteenth and we're red for the blood that's right we don't have red but i have strawberries in my little water so that's red go. for the blood um but yeah i don't i hate that anyway i hate it too i don't know why that's a thing why don't we're red for the because, blood i think because a particular person who said it and i was like oh, true Can you not? but we watched the high on the hog yes and they said we're red for the blood or they, they were did. like dated the red cake for the blood they did the red I velvet just yeah. don't i don't why? like it. the fact that blood had to be shed anyway was yeah. disgusting but anyway um, we are glad that we are here. So anyway, y'all yeah. have an amazing week on purpose. Remember to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your face, face off. off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light. And don't forget to laugh your face off. much for tuning into another episode of the face off with slimming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune into the face off with slimming and fowler every tuesday when new episodes are released